You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 68, original air date January 26, 2021. This week, it's part two of the hottest vacation spot in the U.S., Florida beaches, and we also are going to share the only true all-inclusive resort in the United States that happens to be over on the side of Florida we are talking about today. We're recording this show from Disney's Wilderness Lodge and specifically a one-bedroom suite at Copper Creek Villas. So you may hear a geyser go off every now and then, but I am excited to world travel with you. We're going to Canada this afternoon and lunch at Le Cellier. Okay, it is an Epcot. And we're Disney bounding, dressing in the colors of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. We love the deluxe resorts at Disney, and I have to admit, we really got spoiled when we did our five-night stay last week at Yacht Club. Yeah, so definitely you'll want to tune in to Disney Travel Secret Show number 207 next week, and we're going to go into more detail, and here's a spoiler alert. We were staying in one of the secret suites, and there's only a couple like it on all of Disney property, so you'll have to be sure to tune in to learn how you can get this room and what makes it so special. If you have any type of business event that you want to do, we would love to help you do it at Disney. Before we get into the main topic, I want to thank all of our amazing travel agents who came to Disney last week for Agent Palooza 2021. We had a really fun theme, and that was Back to the Vacation, and that was an event that we are incredibly proud of. Yeah, it was fun to be able to use all the video clips from Back to the Future trilogy and to see how those messages and lessons even now are timeless. Our closing message to our agents was the last scene in Back to the Future Part 3, and the message is, your future has not been written yet. And it is a good message, I think, for all of us as we move forward into 2021. This was definitely our funnest theme. Also, a very special thanks to our partners who helped make the event possible. Disney and their awesome event team. Chubb Insurance, Club Med, Margaritaville. We even had two cruise lines, Silver Sea and Atlas Ocean Voyages. Also, Hard Rock All-Inclusive Resorts, American Tours International, and Sandals and Beaches Resorts. We love that we were able to host one of the very first in-person travel events of 2021. I think all of our vendors were pretty excited to see that it can actually work. It definitely was a challenge this year, but totally worth it. We really enjoyed Sunday because we had a few agents over to our suite for a football party. And that leads me to a huge congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are Super Bowl bound. They're the first team in NFL history to have a Super Bowl at their home stadium. Can't wait for that. And there will be even more, I would say, a special vibe or energy during Super Bowl week because the Bucks are in it. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And in fact, Tampa Bay sports in general have had a great last year. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup. The Rays went to the World Series. I mean, if only they would have won, then know, this could have been the, the three thing. And now this. I was more worried about New Orleans than I was Green Bay, but hey, here we are. And if you are listening to this show on the drop date, January 26th, 
Did you know today is National Plan for Vacation Day? This is an annual day where travel companies around the world offer special deals for a very limited time to help you get a trip on the books. And if you've been listening to us for a while, you know what our motto is, to always have a trip on the books. Even if it's a short domestic trip to the beach just for the weekend or even a longer beach trip. Last week, we talked about the west coast of Florida, the one we call the best coast, and it does happen to be our favorite. And today's show is all about the east coast. Everything from Amelia Island all the way down to the Florida Keys is basically one big beach. Although the Florida Keys starts getting broken up a little bit. It does, yes. Yeah. With 360 miles of shoreline, it's easy to see why the east coast of Florida is such a great place to not only visit, but to live as well. As we mentioned last week, the east coast of Florida is completely different than the Gulf side. Some people refer to this coastline as the Atlantic coast or part of the eastern seaboard. Whatever you call it, there are a lot of great beach spots to enjoy. Everything from places with charm and history to artsy and trendy spots. And probably every type of food and restaurant that you can imagine. So to keep this visually simple in your head, we're going to share a variety of beach vacation destinations on this coast, starting in the north and moving our way down further to the southernmost point in the U.S., Key West. And because there are so many, even the East Coast, we had to split into two episodes. So we're going to be going about halfway down today, starting with Amelia Island and Fernandina Beach. These are two of Florida's very picturesque beach vacations all the way up on the northern side. And if you like something quiet and quaint along the shoreline, these are a great option. There's also a state park there and lots of cute, fun dining spots. Moving just south of that area, and this is something that I did not know, but the largest city by area in the continental U.S. is Jacksonville. They have a number of captivating combinations of stunning beaches, but also family-friendly attractions. Yeah, when I've been to Jacksonville, most of the water activity kind of was centering around St. John's River if you're right in Jacksonville proper. But if you want to get out to the beach... This is the spot to look at. It's kind of like over on the West Coast where you have a whole bunch of like little beach towns, so to speak. So you're going to find places like the Atlantic Beach, Neptune Beach, Jacksonville Beach, and Ponte Verde Beach. They're all kind of in a row, but lots of food options, but a nice little stretch there that you can book into for your vacation. If you're a college football fan, this is also where the annual Florida-Florida State game takes place. I remember when I was with the Outback Bowl and That was the first game I ever went to, and that place gets crazy. So you could do a football and a beach vacation all in one. This next spot is the oldest city in the United States, if you didn't know this already, and that is St. Augustine. If you love history and culture, this beach spot would definitely be a great place to vacation. Lots of Spanish colonial architecture, and there's a state park here. And the two most popular beaches there are St. Augustine Beach and then the very tranquil Crescent Beach. Now, to visit any of these three areas we just mentioned, if you're flying in, you will most likely be flying into Jacksonville. These are more northern Florida beaches, so they are not going to be super warm until later in the year. So, for example, if you're going in, let's say, March, you're actually looking at more of the upper 60s and low 70s. And the Atlantic water is definitely going to be colder than what we would find over on the other coast. So keep that in mind. This may not be where you want to go for your spring break. As we work our way down the coast, some of these names will be very, very familiar, starting with Daytona Beach. Obviously, they're known for the Daytona 500, but I remember that back in my college days, this is where all my friends wanted to go for spring break because you can drive on the beach. And that means, obviously, that they have huge beaches down there. And 
As I just mentioned, it is a spring break magnet. I remember back in the day, MTV would do live shows from Daytona. I remember we went over to Daytona once and we were in our convertible and we were driving along the beach and you have to pay attention because not all of it is drivable and we got stuck. Yeah, a lot of it's yeah. not hard packed like you, you, where you think it is. It's like, oh, huh. So we got a little stuck. <laughs> yeah, well, in your defense, you were doing a U-turn and it was just right by the sign. We thought we could squeak by. But if you do go to Daytona and you drive on the beach, pay close attention to those signs. It is beautiful, though, and it is huge. You get lots of those like little kind of corny souvenir shops and stuff, though, along Daytona. And I did notice that they do have a lot of chain restaurants around there, not as boutique-y as the more northern part of Florida. Next on the list, Cocoa Beach. And the East Coast is really the place where if you're into surfing, you're going to do it on the East Coast. Cocoa Beach is also where you want to go if you want to see a rocket launching from the Kennedy Space Center. Also, a really fun place to go, something I personally loved, is Valiant Air Command Warbird Museum. We had done a video shoot there. They had planes from every war. I can go back to like World War One. They had an old biplane um, all the way through World War II, Vietnam, Korea, and so forth. We were very fortunate to get some personal tours there while we were videoing. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like you said, though, Cocoa Beach is known for surfers. This is where Ron John's Surf Shop I think it was this very first one you can find. And they have a lot of shopping. I wouldn't say they have a ton of dining options along here. This also is very tourist. It's very heavy, I'd say, touristy. Because a lot of these places, even they have very, very old hotels going back to the 40s and 50s. Yeah, but you do have some nice spots. If you are looking for a hotel on the beach, while there are a ton of hotels here, very few of them are actually beach front, meaning you can just walk out of your hotel and you're on the beach. You may have to go down a block or two. Cocoa Beach, though, it's a beautiful beach and it's great for surfing. If you're at Vero Beach, that happens to be the home to Disney's Vero Beach Resort. And even though they have a Disney property, that whole area is not very touristy. Yeah, it's not. So if you wanted something super quiet and with no tourism and very few dining options, you may want to, you know, maybe do a home rental or something on Vero Beach. But the, the Disney property there would be a great choice. The beach isn't super, super big, though. That That was one thing I noticed when we were there. Moving south of Vero, you can find the only all-inclusive resort in the United States, and that is Club Med Sandpiper. It's located in Port St. Lucie. And for those of you flying, you would want to fly into West Palm Beach. It's about an hour north of there. And while this isn't technically on the beach, it is on the St. Lucie River. So lots of water activities kayaking and paddleboarding, things like that. Yeah. So we highlight this because it is a true all-inclusive. You can't find those anywhere in the U.S. except for here. And we'll probably do an entire show on this resort. But in a nutshell, this is perfect for families or couples who love things like golfing, tennis, just being really active. Maybe you want a spa right there on site. And most of all, you just want to relax, enjoy a few water sports, and not really worry about a bill at the end of the day or where you're going to be getting all your meals. This could be a great, and I'm going to call it a semi-beach vacation. And I say semi because it is on the river. They do have a beach area. They do have some beautiful pools. Their infinity pool for the adults area is very relaxing. And you can also do trapeze here. That's one of the things they're known for. And they have like a little entertainment in the evenings. Um, But yeah, if you're looking for an all-inclusive in the U.S., this is an option. And that's a great, I think, a great place, especially if you want to have kind of that sunny vacation. Moving south, this next place has been called the most fun small town in America by USA Today, and that is Delray Beach. Delray Beach is a really cute little town, and we had done a video shoot there. 
And so we got kind of a, a lot of exposure to all the different places in here. So they have some really cool things like you can get in a they have this little, they're kind of like golf carts, and they'll take you up and down the main strip. And you can go up and down, go shopping, go do some dining, go all the way out to the beach. There's a couple of hotels that are right on the beach. I will say this beach is really, really big. So it's going to take a little bit to walk all the way out to the water. I really enjoyed it. And did you know that they have a really cool arcade there? It's actually even a museum. They have a whole bunch of old games. I know we did a lot of skee-ball while we were there. It's the Silver Ball Retro Arcade. And you can also look it up by Silver Ball Museum because they do have some really, really old games there. And so, you know, hey, you're on a beach vacation. Who would have thought to go and do that? That's how diverse Delray Beach is. But you're going to see a lot smaller crowds here because it's not going to be super popular like it is over in Daytona Beach. Very, very different experience. Next week, we'll finish up the rest of Florida, from West Palm Beach to the Florida Keys. And hopefully you're getting the idea that there are a ton of beach options here in Florida. Yeah, if you want to go to the beach, you just really have to narrow it down. And we always say, start with, where do you want to fly into for the best price? And if you want to go on the West Coast, if you want it to be warmer, of course, you're going to want to go a little further south. But as you'll learn next week, some of those beaches may not be the best ones for families, or they may be the best ones for families. To wrap up this week, if you do not have a trip on the books, let's make that happen. Talk to us or one of our Creating Magic Vacations travel agents, and let's get that trip on the books. And be sure that you are subscribed to our show so you don't miss out on the rest of the Florida beaches. And if you are enjoying Travel Talk Weekly, we would love if you would head on over and give us a five-star review. Remember, the world is a book, and those that don't travel only read a page. It's 2021, so let's get back to the vacation.